0: the City Hill podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message and if you'd like to find out more about City Hill please visit our website cityhill.london So welcome everyone again to City Hill, we're so glad that you are here Um, we have been doing a two part series called Light Them Up and last week Andy was speaking about our scripture for our church from Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 to 16 which I will read quickly you are the light of the world a city set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand and it gives light to all in the house in the same way let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works And give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And we spent last week really unpicking the scripture and thinking about why we need to shine, the importance of shining our light, that it was a commission and an action that Jesus gave to us and today I'm really going to be focusing on why we don't shine our light and maybe some of the practical reasons that we find it difficult to do that and how we can overcome those things and so that when we get into a time of prayer and praying for one another we can focus on those points and really ask God to shift those things in us so that we can shine brighter for his kingdom so the scripture talks about the fact that people don't Put a light in a basket because then you can't see it, right? It's hidden. And I think a lot of us have experienced times and seasons in our lives where we hide the light of God. And I was really asking God to give me different reasons why we would do that. Why would we hide his light? Why would we try and cover it up and not put it so everybody can see? And one of the things that I realised we cause us to hide our light is rejection and that fear that people would reject us if they could really see us. And personality wise, sometimes it can be hard to step out and make new connections or put yourself in a vulnerable place for people to either accept you or reject you. And when it comes to walking a Christian life, sometimes putting yourself as the spotlight will cause you to be rejected by people. Not everybody is going to agree with your beliefs or what you think and feel or the way you're living your life and so you're almost setting yourself up to receive rejection. Whereas if you hide that and people don't really know you're a Christian or you can be a Christian around certain people, certain friends, certain circles, then you don't face as much rejection. So if I shine my light here at Sea Hill, then there's more of a chance I'm going to be accepted because I know where I am in this community um, are also trying to serve God. In my workplace, if I try to shine my light, that might cause different responses. And if I am a person who, and I am a person who hates rejection, I don't think anybody actually loves rejection, right? But I really don't like rejection. So I might at work, instead of saying something, just be quiet, just listen, not intercede, not get involved in a conversation. But I'm still hiding the light. There's also that fear of um, offending people, that you know they might think you're being really judgmental or really um, hypocritical, or like you know, like putting your faith out there in a way that makes them feel bad. And so we don't want to offend people, so we decide not to shine our light, so we can tolerate um, everybody and be happy with everyone. <coughs> Um, also just like having doubt. And when we compare ourselves to others, we might feel like we're not a vessel that God really wants to use, like if he really knew, and obviously he does. But when we think about ourselves and what we have done or what we do on a daily basis, we don't feel like we're the right person to be shining that light for God. Um, so we doubt that God would want to use us or we worry that when um, we won't represent him in the right way. So we'd rather not shine our light. And that can happen too when we're comparing our light to other people and we might see somebody who is um, really living out loud and you know showcasing their faith and because we're not doing that, we feel like we're less than and so that makes us recline more and feel like we're not worthy to shine God's light in that way. So comparison, personal insecurities, maybe not understanding your gifts or the way that God wants you to shine. I think a lot of times in church we can think of um, idealistic ways to shine and they might be just being on stage or being on a certain team being seen whereas you can shine your light like Auntie was talking about last week in small ways like buying coffee for the person behind you or just like showing love to people is also a way of, sh- of shining your light some of us are just scared of the spotlight we don't want to be seen we don't want people to look at us to address us so being a light means that people are looking at you, or you're exposing a, a place, you're illuminating a place. So you can't be a light and not be seen unless you're a light among other lights. And sometimes we find comfort when everybody around us is a light, and so our light doesn't have to be as strong, or we don't need to um, know how strong it is because it's the place is just bright, isn't it all the lights are on. It's a bright place so there's light everywhere. But if we were to step out into a dark place, we would see how strong our light actually is. And I was thinking about when you drive on country roads and there's no street lights and all you have is your headlamps and you're really depending on these headlamps to see the curves and everything that's going on, like like animals running across you, you really depend on those lights. Whereas when you're in London and you've got your headlamps on, sometimes you feel like, why are they even on? Like, I don't need them, it's bright enough for me to see. And to be taken outside of your comfort zone, to leave a place where there's lots of lights and go into a dark place, you have to rely on your light to be able to see. And that can take a lot of faith to do that. And it means really allowing God to push you out of your comfort zone. It can also be like condemnation. like And just um, if people have spoken negative words over you, maybe not just as a Christian, but just as a person, and they've... Um, told you that you're not good enough in things, that nobody wants to hear you, why are you even trying to do that? You're not going to succeed in that. And you've just had a lot of people pushing you down, then it can be quite difficult now that you have the opportunity to shine a light because you have to get through all of those things and kind of override all of the things other people have spoken over you in your life. And then there's a difference between sustained light and one-off lights. And I was thinking of like firework night, fireworks go off, The whole um, sky is lit with all these pretty colours, but it's very short-lived. And sometimes we can work ourselves up to a particular weekend away, or we're going to a concert, or we're going to a worship retreat, we're going to a prayer retreat, and we can go and have all these fireworks and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, the presence of God is here, everything's amazing, but then it's gone again. And there's a difference between that kind of one-off light and having a sustained light every single day. One is pretty and loud and attention-seeking because everybody sees it, but it's short-lived. But what we really want to have is a light that is, that is constant. And one of the things that I wanted to point out is that the light already exists because God is the light and he has given you his light. So nobody is requiring you to create a new light. The light already exists. So I want to prove that to you really quickly um, by going to John chapter 8 and verse 12 and it says Jesus spoke to them saying I am the light of the world whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but will have the light of life so Jesus is already the light and he says if you follow me you have my light So the light already exists in you once you become a follower of Jesus. So you're carrying the light of God. His light is perfect. You don't have to worry about it not being good enough because it's God's light. And if there was ever a perfect light, it's definitely God's light. You don't have to think about what you have done or not done because he has chosen you to carry his light so you are valuable you are worthy of the light he's given it to you he's given you a responsibility to hold it and to host it and now he's saying i want other people to see it um and then quickly again i just want to go to first 1 john 1, verse first five and six and And it says, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And what I wanted to focus on was that to have fellowship with Jesus means that you're walking in light. So the closer you are to the source of light, the brighter your light is gonna be because it's like topping up your light with, a, with more Jesus so that you can be brighter in the world. And so I want us to really think about our own daily um, practices. Are we spending enough time with Jesus? Are we pursuing him? Are we going to the source of light to be refreshed and renewed so that we can shine in the world? Are we worried that we are not enough? Have we got doubt and fear that's stopping us from moving? Has God been saying to you for a long time, I really want you to go to this place or I really want you to do this thing? And because of fear, you're staying in a comfort zone and you're staying with other lights surrounding you to feel safe. But God really wants you to step out and shine your light in a different way. So just before we pray for each other, I really want us to just have a moment to think about your personal journey and your personal light that you're holding and just consider if there is ways that you could shine your light brighter or better. And if you have been hiding it, why? Just really try and find the root of that. Because when we pray, we're gonna pray through those things so that we can all have more freedom to shine. Because it can be, it sounds really easy, like just shine your light in it. Like you got a light, put it up, shine. But then, if you're dealing with all of these other things, that process of putting your light up is actually going to take a lot of time and effort. And so we want to make sure that we can do that in a community way. So nobody's perfect. I'm sure I can tell you a lot of times when God has said to me, Shemilia, I want you to call this person and tell them about Jesus. I'm like, nah, not today. Um, There's been times in work when certain conversations have come up and I have a complete opposite view and I'm like, I'm going to pretend I can't hear anybody and I'm going to type this email and just keep myself to myself because I'm not trying to have that kind of conversation here. And also sometimes we feel like, you know, if, you're, if you step out and then maybe you don't have enough knowledge or maybe, you know, they're going to ask you a question you can't answer or maybe you're going to put yourself in a situation where you look um, silly But God has said that, you know, the Holy Spirit is the one that will fill your mouth with words, like he'll give you those answers and that we're not having to rely on our own strength. So I want us to be bold, courageous, lights shining everywhere and not just with each other. So we're going to just take a few minutes to to just think about that before we pray. And I'm really hearing God say that he wants us to trust him. And that by us hiding our light, we're allowing other people to stumble in the dark. And we need to think about people trying to find their way in the dark around you, and you have a light, but you're not shining it. As much as, yes, we have to deal with our own things to shine are not shining is affecting our world. It's affecting our community, it's affecting our network of people and friends. And so this is a call that doesn't stop. Like it's a, it's a, for the rest of your life, you, you have this light and you need to shine it. So I just really feel like God wants you to believe that he is gonna allow you to shine it in a way that still maintains who you are as a person, that still maintains your character, your personality, how you act. If you're an introvert, God's not saying, okay, you need to be an extrovert now. Yeah. So you need to stop all of this. I don't want to talk to nobody behavior. And I want you to go out and talk to people on the train. He's not going to force you to do things that are outside of um, who he's made you. But at the same time, he needs you to step out of your comfort zone. Because there's things in you that you haven't allowed to come out. There's things you can do that you don't know you can do because you haven't attempted. And, so, in this moment, I'm just hearing that God's saying that we need to trust Him more. Okay, so we're going to pair up. And if we have an odd number, obviously we'll just get a free because, you know, mathematicians and that. Um, so, find, find a partner and just have a quick chat because you might not know them, or even if you do know them, you might not know their struggle right now. Um, and just be open and honest about what you think the reasons are why your light's not shining, and then we're going to pray for each other. Is that cool? Awesome. We really hope you enjoyed today's message, and if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london.